0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Lessons of the Wild podcast, the beginner's guide to hunting. I'm your host, Alex Hernandez. Thank you for being here with us today. This episode of the podcast is a very special episode where we begin a recurring segment of the podcast where we have interesting people come on and speak with us about hunting and how they got into hunting and where they learned to hunt and the lessons that they've learned hunting and whatever else comes up. Um, cooking, all that jazz. Uh, today's guest is my dear friend, Mr. Troy Michael Miller. You can find him at eat, lift, Hunt on Instagram. Troy's one of my best friends in the world, and he's one of my go-to guys talking whitetail hunting. We hang out. We just got done shooting our bows in his basement. So, uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Cheers. Thank you for being here, man. Yeah, I appreciate it.
1: So, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? So my name is Troy Miller. I'm a buddy of Alex's from dental school. Um, what do you want me to talk about, like my hunting stuff? I guess. You sent me some questions. Let me pull up the questions. Well, I'll, I'll get
0: to the questions here. Okay. But well, yeah. I'm
1: just I'm a 25 year old dude who, like Alex, did not grow up hunting. Um, but I have been cultivating my love of hunting over the past couple of years. Yeah, and he's a schmuck with me in dental school.
0: Yeah, it blows blows hard. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming. Yeah. Let's get into the questions. This is kind of going to be my first guest podcast, so this is kind of the format I hope to do it. I'm going to ask three questions every time from the beginning and just kind of go from there. You, I gave you the questions beforehand. And
1: I forgot what they are. It's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so maybe you had time to ponder. If not, no it's big okay. deal. Uh, so when did you start hunting slash how did you start hunting?
1: Um, so I think, I think it was about seven years ago I started hunting. Um, my dad and I, I guess my dad had a friend who came into some land and had deer on it that he wasn't going to hunt, and my dad actually wasn't a hunter either at the time, but we both were interested in getting into it, so, uh, we just kind of started going out and basically just learning on the fly out of this little place out, uh, out on the outskirts of Lexington. Was it just you and him, or did you have, like... Yeah, it was just us. That's it was so yeah. I know. <laughs> I know it was. I mean, looking back on it, it was like some really low class hunting. Yeah, man. Like I understand. we had we had never really done it before. I, I think he had done it a little bit, like when he was a kid or something. But you know, I I did not grow up ever seeing him hunt ever. So we just like bought a little blind, and a shitty little tree stand at like Walmart or wherever, and took it out to the land and found a little patch of forest and. Sat. <laughs> set, up shop and, yeah, set up a trail camera and just waited for something to come by. Did you guys get anything your first season? Mm-mm. No. Actually, for the first... I never killed a deer on that land, actually. Um, so we hunted there for three years before they got sold it. Okay. And I never killed a deer. We saw a lot of deer. No. I took my first shot at a deer. Was um, it a rifle? It was a rifle. I, I distinctly remember this because I was, I guess... 18 and I was borrowing it wasn't it wasn't my dad's rifle it was another guy's rifle uh, my dad's buddy's rifle and he had told us that he hadn't used it for a year or something but it was sighted in yeah so we we were like (laughs) okay sounds good you know we have no idea we don't know anything so we're like okay sweet sighted in rifle we're gonna go out during gun season and I I I still remember this buck looking at me from like 70 yards away he was just quarter and two, right at me. And I was settled on him and pulled the trigger, and he never moved. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This is supposed to be sighted in. Took another shot, and he just, like, wandered off. <laughs> Gave you the middle finger and yeah, walked away. I mean, it wasn't even close to sighted in. I was oh, so disappointed. God, it was a good buck, too. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Three years like that? Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to get your first critter? First critter was, I guess, four years ago when I started hunting in Madisonville. Okay, but yeah. now your wife's property, then your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah we were dating then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a rifle. I did, I did start bow hunting early on too, like seven years ago. Um, okay. That's what I bought when we started hunting. I didn't bother getting a rifle because I wanted to bow hunt. Um, and me and a buddy of mine um, hunted out on that land, but somewhat... Often, I guess we went out to his place sometimes too. Um, but still, just never saw any. Well, we saw lots of stuff, but never got any shots off or anything. Yeah, lots of lots of learning experiences. God, what a steep learning curve, dude! Bow hunting is another, yeah, just a whole nother level. Three years of never even getting a good shot at an animal,
0: dude. I like this is my first year bow hunting. I feel like I've spent more money than I've ever spent on hunting Yeah, in one year. And you get skunked a lot. Oh, so much. A lot. So much. Yeah. Took a shot. And, yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. So, like, did you, when you first started hunting, did you guys ever, like, it was just you and your dad, did any of you, like, know how to gut a deer or, like, do any no. of that? No. We yeah, had no idea. So, we had you a YouTube do? at the
1: ready. Okay.
0: Just video. Good, it, I had. Good luck. I would
1: literally before going out. I would, or even in the tree stand sometimes. If I had a good feeling, I would just like pull up YouTube, type in how to how to field dress a deer, and be like, okay, uh, I'm just gonna figure this out. If it happens. Terrifying
0: thought. Or, it was horrifying. Oh man, I was yeah. so scared.
1: Yeah.
0: Luckily, I had the butcher, but I can't imagine. So, no. did your like father in law teach you
1: to do it? Uh, yeah, the first the first couple of years. Yeah, me and Tom would do it together yeah. whenever we got a deer. Um, Really, I guess only in the past year or so he has he has uh, started just like staying in it. the tree when he hears that I killed something. He doesn't bother getting down to help me. A anymore. Good feeling. It is a good feeling, yeah. He finally let me do my first solo hunt this year. I to, got take gotta take his old truck, his four wheeler, the keys to the farm. Dude. It was scary. That's terrifying. But I killed a deer that's and awesome, took man.
0: care of business. See now like after granted I hunted for like four years and didn't get anything. But I had that butcher experience. So that part was always like, after I worked there, I was like, this is my most comfortable thing. Yeah. So the hunting process would intimidate me more than anything. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, well, I can imagine because that's how I
1: was for four years until I had that job. But, like, that's a lot of stress. Just worrying about it. Yes. It is, especially when trying to not puncture the stomach. Yeah. (laughs) A horrifying experience. (laughs) We'll have to do like a
0: gutting (laughs) video this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just because I have a lot of tips and tricks for it. I don't. Yeah, I'll show you some stuff. We got to get something together. I know. Hopefully we're gonna lift the wife and I aren't leaving here. We'll get another hunting if you're not too busy. But all right, man. Another tough question.
1: question. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received as a hunter? Oh, these next two questions are easy. Th- they were hard for a second. I was like, shit, these are going to be hard. But no, they're actually easy. Okay, cool. So the best advice is just be patient. Yeah. Because, like, all you see, like, when you watch a hunting show is, like, these guys go out and you sit you sit there on, on your couch and watch them for three minutes and there's a deer in front of them. <laughs> and then two seconds later, they've shot it. And then it's, like, after the hunt. Yeah. They got recovery the f- shots. Dead all, dead yeah looked like they were just grip, chilling. Grip and grin fifteen minutes into the show. God. It's like, okay, that's not how hunting works. You're gonna spend like a hundred hours in the tree before you ever even get close to a shot at a deer. Yeah man. So um It's ridiculous. And I think patience is important in like the long run in hunting and in like short term, like when you have a deer run up on you, you gotta be patient before you take a shot because it's really easy to get excited. And take a shitty shot at a deer just because it's like, oh, there's a deer in front of me. I want to shoot it before it gets away. And then at the same time, like, you need to be looking at the long term and be patient. As in, like, I might be going out six times this month and not see a single deer. Yeah, you might go years without getting one. Yeah. Like us. There's a lot of patience involved. and People don't really. I didn't realize what mistakes
0: I was making until, like, four years in. Especially with whitetail, man. We probably still there. don't realize the mistakes that we're making. Oh, I I had to relearn the same lesson this year, man. Like, about staying still. I'm so mm. fidgety. Luckily, yeah. I was in, like, a blind that had, like, cover up to my shoulders. Yeah, cover is so clutch. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, being out in the open on a stand, I, I don't know if I'd be successful. It's hard. Like,
1: I mean, I feel like that's only, well, I shouldn't say only realistic, but it's, it's more realistic to do the the kind of more exposed stand when you're like going out at three PM and it's gonna get dark at five and you've yeah. gotta sit there for two hours. Yeah. Cause I can be still that long, but when it gets to like hour four I'm I need to move around. Yeah, my blood's pulling and yeah. kinda get a
0: blood clot. Yeah. Yeah, real bad. Luckily I hunt like where I hunt, they have the big double <clears throat> stands, you know, the two people. Yeah. And they put that leafy... The butt
1: body, butt buddy butt-buddy stands. Yeah, yeah exactly, calling. yeah. <laughs> the butt-buddy stands. Because they're not really two-people stands. They're, it's if it's your butt like, buddies, <laughs> then you're butt-buddies, then it's a two-person stand. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: my fat ass if it's in one. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe my wife's gonna be in it. Yeah. But, like, they have the, like, I don't know what that leafy camouflage, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, like it's the ghillie suit stuff. Yeah, they have that on there, so I'm pretty covered. But, yeah. like, I stand up, I move around all the time. It's yeah. such a terrible habit, but... God, I hate sitting that long. That's what yeah. I want to get out west because I'm just sick of sitting That's and fair. sitting and sitting That's fair. and sitting some more and then not getting a fucking thing. <laughs> so, we'll have to do it some more, though. Um, Alright, last big three question and then we'll move on to some stuff. What do you think is the biggest mistake you've ever made as a hunter? Not being
1: patient. Yeah. I mean, same thing. From long-term to short-term, whether it's getting frustrated after several hunts of not saying anything, or taking a shot before I should, and putting a bad shot on a deer, I've done all of it. Yeah, and I consider myself a patient person, but man, that adrenaline rush hits you, man. Yeah, That's it really does. Game over. It really does. Really game over. Yeah, you gotta seriously like just sit on your hands sometimes.
0: Dude, I've like, I never realized how many thoughts can run through your head in that instant. Like I've it's had like legit conversations with myself, and it's a panicked, rushed comp. But I can like remember the thorough thoughts I've had right before I effed up and effed up bad, yep. like wounding my dough. Like I had a, should I take the shot? I don't know. Maybe she's look good. This might be my only chance. I don't know what's going on. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lots of that. Been there. Lots of that. For sure. Yeah, man. What was uh? So what's your Whitetail season been looking like this year? What'd you do? Kind of sum it up for me.
1: Oh, gosh. It was way shorter than I wanted it to be, but that's the cost of trying to further my career. So I didn't get to hunt as much as I wanted to. Cost I did of not. adulthood. Yeah, no. it I know. Didn't, sucks. I didn't rifle hunt a single time this year.
0: That's a bummer. Yeah, you were in
1: Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. so no, uh, no grocery shopping. Yeah. But you got so a white tail. Or, oh, the yeah. wife's coming in. Like your PJs.
0: <laughs> Straight up slapped you. That's how close we are, folks. <laughs> My wife can punch Troy in the head on the walk by.
1: <laughs> I asked for it. Um. Yeah. No. I got a. I got some good. Good time in the stand. Early season, which was new. I've never sweated that much in a tree stand. September, Kentucky. It's rough. It's fucking hot, man. Oh my so god! I was bow hunting in ninety-two degree weather, dude. It's. I don't know why. I don't know what I would have done if I had shot something. You pray to God it doesn't spoil in a minute. It would have. Yeah. Um. I got. I got a doe in late September, I guess, um, and it was a cooler day, so I I was able to take care of all that meat pretty quickly. Um. And then. Since, like, late season has started, I've been out precious few times and have seen deer not gotten a single shot off. Yeah. And you hunt mostly private land, right?
0: Mostly most private land. Now uh, you're kind of moving towards the public land.
1: Yeah, now that I have uh, found some decent public land spots and I've got enough confidence that I can branch out a little bit and be comfortable hunting on my own. I'm wanting to try some public spots out. Yeah, yeah, man. I have I have traditionally been a private land. Hunter, I'm extremely spoiled. Yeah, me too. Ridiculously Super spoiled. spoiled. Um, there mm-hmm. are no electric heaters in nature. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: or redneck blind doesn't yeah, no exist. Redneck You're not packing that
1: out on your back. You're right, it's just freeze your ass off. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get into public land hunting, especially it's since I'm going to have to move here in the next... Like six months, dude. Yeah, we're
0: both moving in six months. Yeah,
1: and I'm not gonna have private land to hunt mm. that I can that I can foresee from here. So yeah, gonna have, have to, to c- figure my shit out. Come to Missouri and hang out with me. Oh, yeah, there that's you go. That's all I have to do. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, man. I have you gotten permission anywhere to hunt yet? I have n- not. No, I've never, I've never had to ask for permission anywhere. Yeah. Um, that, no, that's a tough one.
0: That is my first. Is my first year doing that. And it was anxiety-inducing. Really? Yeah, just to get. Well, you know the guy we got permission from. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. But he's just a good dude. Yeah, he's Luckily, pretty laid back. It kind of just worked out. I didn't go knocking on doors or anything like yeah. freaking Mark Kenyon does every five minutes. Apparently.
1: Dude, I appreciate that. I'm gonna do that. I don't <sighs> give a shit. That scares the hell out of me, <laughs> dude. I if I can't hunt anywhere, I get freaking fidgety and just. I mean, anxious. I get that. I get that. I'm gonna have to power through it because I have to do it mm-hmm. for my
0: sake, but. Like yeah. I know what it's like having a stranger knock on my door. Like yeah. there's
1: got to be a. You know what makes it better when the stranger can cook delicious things. Yeah. So that be the stranger true. that cooks delicious things for the people that you ask for permission for. That is. Don't a good just be point. a guy that goes and asks, because then you're just some guy trying to mooch deer off of somebody's land. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'll cook you some awesome shit with this. It's a very good point.
0: And then an awesome transition to my next question. Let's go. You do a lot of wild game cooking, you as do I. I do. And our future wild cook game cookbook is in the works as we speak. It is in the works. Yeah. In um the fledgling stages. So for the beginner, what do you think is the best piece of advice for wild game cooking for their first animal they get?
1: For your first animal, gosh? Yeah, it's a tough, tough question, but. Um Probably keep it at your house. Don't take it to somebody to process it. Really? As I mean, I don't know. I've just had bad experiences with processors. Just like not good experiences at all. Yeah. Um, and th- there's a certain like primal sense of satisfaction when you're the only person that has touched that animal from the time that it dies to the time that it's served to your guests and that's, it's like it's it's very satisfying for me so even if you're if you can't cook for shit and all you can do is you know bread and fry it if, if you're the one who's gonna do it at home it, it'll bring you like some satisfaction that's a good piece of advice yeah I now how did you like learn did you just you do it like crazy I know I kind of helped you out um, towards the end there but there was seven years yeah so yeah you have been a good resource um my father-in-law is a wild game cook, and I think he's probably always wanted someone to come along who could, he could bounce ideas off of, so we've really enjoyed doing that together. Um, and then also just wild game cookbooks, like anybody who follows hunting stuff on Instagram is going to know who Steve Rannella is. Yeah. Um, Hank Shaw. Dude, does Hank cookbooks Shaw. are freaking wow. clutch. Currently have that brine for the uh, corned venison from Daniel's cookbook. Let me you know how it turns out. Slash, you better give me some. It's cooling in my kitchen right now. How long um, does it take? Once the brine cools, you sit your uh, meat in it two days per pound. Oh my god! So I'm gonna do a tri-tip roast that's gonna be it's about a pound and a half, but I'm gonna let it go for probably like four days because so I'm gonna cook it. It's gonna be corned venison for New Year's Eve. Oh my god! New Year's yeah. Eve party. Dude, if you have leftovers, we're making a venison reuben. What we're we're probably going to do a ven- uh, venison
0: reuben dip. Dude. Dude. Our reuben dip so fucking good. Dude, your reuben dip is insane. With venison this time. Oh, my God. Yeah. You better save me some. I might. And yeah. you better write
1: down that Dude, recipe. It's, it's really easy. It's in Hank Shaw's book. You've got Buck Buck Moose, right? Yeah, yeah, i got it. But, like, yeah. I just need to do it. It's super easy. Like, it's just spices that you'll have. If you don't have them, I've got them. Yeah, I got every um, spice in the world now. Yes, yeah. a bank shawl. Yeah, Let's use it.
0: juniper extract. <laughs> yeah, Where do I no. get juniper I like finally extract. bought juniper berries the other day. I was like, what the fuck are
1: these? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this We're, grow? <laughs> Kroger does not have this. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and I've made it before. I've made the corn venison before. It's freaking amazing.
0: Oh, man. I want to do that.
1: Yeah. I have like my it's list so of good.
0: meals I want to cook mm-hmm. slash mess with recipes. Right now, top of my list is doing shanks again. Cone style. And my mom just gave me a thing of duck fat for no reason. She's like, hey, Jesus do you want this? Christ. I was like, "What? fuck yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> gave it to, she gave it to me, so I'm going to braise. Just brace, duck fat? This yeah, just straight duck up fat? duck fat from like Whole Foods or whatever. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll never awesome. use this. I'm like, why did you buy it? But what thank God hell? you did. So I'm going to cook shanks in that for like awesome. 18 hours. Then I want to do, you ready for this? Do venison tamales. Oh so,
1: my God. Yeah. I'm going to get weird. We need to... Uh, We'd hook up for uh, a double date cook. Yeah, again. So yeah. I can cook some. the last one was solid. It really was. Your dove, I really liked your dove, bra- your braised dove, man. Yeah, dude, you could braise a dog turd and
0: it would be good for sure. <laughs> I think you're right too, man.
1: Braising Guinness. You can't mess oh, that up. Oh, man, dude. That Guinness, like, it's so sweet. And it's good. gravy-like. It's good stuff. It is. Yeah. It's delicious. I've got a... Dick, a load of duck breasts in my freezer that I need to do something with, so I'll prepare Let's something, something. duck-related next time. Because I've never had wild duck. Oh, man, it's so good. I know. I need to shoot one. I really do. Waterfowl is not high on my list, mainly because I'm horribly addicted to white tail. yeah. I'm just addicted to hunting,
0: so any form I can get it in. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love white tail as much as the next guy, but, like, I just want to be outside killing things. I'm ready for squirrel now. Since you've never had squirrel, And since to. that freaking ri- that yeah, squirrel dude, that we I saw. was the size of a dog. Size of that the was the size guy. of my dog. I know. <laughs> no joke. Lily. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. We, we got to go. All right, dude. That's all I got for you. We'll kind of keep these short. I really appreciate you doing this. No problem, Are you ready to go freeze our ass off and shoot some bows? For sure. Let's do it. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Well, that's it. Thank you again for listening everyone. I hope you enjoyed meeting my good friend, Mr. Troy Miller. Again, you can find him at Eat Lift Hunt on Instagram. He posts some killer food on there and he's super in fitness and archery and all things hunting. So if that hits your fancy, go follow him on Instagram. You can always follow us on Instagram at lessons underscore of underscore the underscore wild on Instagram, or if you have any questions, feel free to email us at Lessons of the Wild at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone, and have a good rest of your day.